to the Conehead Sports Podcast. I am Braden Neviews with the newest University of the Cumberlands commit for lacrosse, Ashton Claiborne. Ashton, how are you doing? <laughs> it's good to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> That's right. So, first of all, because I'm going to start out being the, the host here, and then we'll switch our roles back. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> but, so, were you considering other schools or was this the only school that really, you know, made contact with you or how that whole process work out for you? So for for lacrosse, it's different. It's weird. You kind of have to reach out. It's hard to get looked at. And especially with not having a junior year, which is supposed to be I mean, a pretty big year for me, it was harder. So Cumberland's had a recruiting website and I like sent them stuff about, hey, I'm interested if you're interested in me. And one of my really good friends, Micah McClave, already went there. So the coaches were like, hey, Micah, this kid, I guess went to your high school. What do you think about him? And I guess all good things. And uh, they asked me to come down for a, for a visit and to practice with the team. So I went down there. I practiced. I really liked it. It was a very nice school, very small, very it, – it's out there. It's, it's, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere, but also it's in a good place. It wasn't too far away from home. It wasn't too close to home. Like, you know, at Georgetown College, I don't – I mean, I love my parents, but <laughs> I wanted I wanted to get out. So right. considering all of that, and it's, it's an NAIA school, but it's a very highly ranked NAIA school. So considering all that, it was a cheap school. It was very nice. I knew people who were going there. I know one person who – might be going there soon, not for lacrosse, but for baseball. So hopefully that if that happens, that'd be even better. But I don't know, everything kind of aligned. I didn't feel like talking as much to other schools. This one just felt more comfortable to me. And overall, it just kind of made it the one I wanted to pick. So so you said this was like really the only school. Uh, did you reach out to other schools or was UC really the only one that you had any sort of interest in? Uh, probably the only one I had gotcha. a good amount of interest in, but I mean, yeah, that was pretty much it for the entire time. They're really nice. Uh, what town is that in? Is you see in Williamsburg? Uh, okay, because Williamsburg or Lawrenceburg? No, like, it's not Lawrenceburg. I can tell you that much. Uh, uh, Williams, well, Williamsburg. Williams, because when I went to Tennessee or not to Tennessee, but I was driving through Tennessee. I'm pretty sure we went through Williamsburg because I remember seeing some sort of sign for UC or whatever. And uh, so just a you know quick suggestion, you got to eat at the Hardee's. You got to go get – Really? You got to go get breakfast at the Hardee's because anytime we go to Tennessee or, you know, south, we always stop at the Hardee's in Williamsburg, and they got good breakfast. So just a quick food shout-out. But see, there's yeah. when my brother went to Australia for a little bit, he said that the I mean, this is different. It's literally the same state. But like he said that the KFC was so good there. And I feel like KFC and I feel like the Hardee's in Lexington is so bad. Maybe it's good in uh, what Williamsburg, Williamsburg. Yeah. Hopefully it's good down there. You know, like, it's weird because some fast food. I'm, this is a totally different conversation, but some fast food. <laughs> like are better in certain towns than in others, even though I feel like it should be universal. Like, have you ever noticed that? I'm trying to think of a restaurant in Georgetown that is better than 
say one in Lexington? Uh, uh, well, I'll tell you this. Uh, the Bojangles in Georgetown is uh, – which I know some people hate Bojangles, but I like it. Uh, the Bojangles in Georgetown is a lot better than the Bojangles in Lawrenceburg, which is now shut down. So, so, so that's one I can think of. Probably for good reason. <laughs> what? <laughs> Probably for good reason they shut it down. Wait, uh, you don't like Bojangles? Uh, I like Popeyes. I I've never had Popeyes. Really, you've never had Popeyes? No, nope, not once. Their fries are so good. Their bisque, everything about it is just good. And Bojangles, I if I'm driving in that part of Georgetown, I'd rather go to Sonic, Taco Bell, Zaxby's. I'd rather just go somewhere else. Right. Well, I mean, like I live in Bradford, so that's my area. So, you know, sometimes I get tired of Zaxby's and Sonic and Taco Bell and all that stuff. So when I'm tired of that stuff, I'll go to Bojangles, and it's always a nice change of pace. That's interesting. Now, I'm a – Bojangles just – we used to go there a good amount, but I don't know. I haven't been there in a while. All right, now kind of back on track as far as the lacrosse. I don't know much about lacrosse. So, what position do you play? Like, will it will it be different once you get to college? Have you really had that conversation yet, or or how's that gonna go? So, my position now is called close D, so defense. Uh, but in lacrosse, there's two types of defense you can play. You can play defense or long stick midfield. And from what I'm talking to people about, they need a it's called an LSM, long stick midfield. They need one of those. And, I mean, I can pretty much play wherever anybody needs me to play. So, I don't know. I think I might play that or just stick to defense. I'm not – my stamina isn't as good as it needs to be uh, conditioning-wise. And that midfield – I don't know if you know soccer. Just You're just running. Midfield, yeah. you're just running. So, I could play that. Or it's probably just going to stay defense. Gotcha. Uh, how many games do you all have left in – High school. So the regular season just ended, what's today, Thursday? It just ended last, it just ended Tuesday. So the regular season just ended Tuesday, and then we have playoffs. And since we didn't do too good this year, we have a play-in game for the playoffs next Wednesday at home, probably at 630 versus Madison Southern. And then if we win that game, we go and play Henry Clay. So that'll be very interesting. Uh, well, of course, I'm wishing you – you know, I haven't been to one of those yet. I think I need to come. You need to come out. That'll be a good one to come out to. Uh, so is the, next, is the one next Wednesday at home? Yeah, at the Bird's Nest. Gotcha. Well, then I might – because I haven't been to a lacrosse game uh, since – now, I can't remember, like, is the – lacrosse team like sponsored by the school or is it or is it like affiliated with the school because I know it used to not be so it's it's club so it's not a considered a sport of the school but and some schools don't like take it under their wing but Scott County and Great Crossing have both like said we'll give you money to to put this on so I would say it's pretty much a school a school sponsored sport at this point Gotcha. Well, and then next, and then next year it'll be a fully sanctioned sport. What other schools in the area are like competing in, in lacrosse? Can like to be good? Yeah. 
this year, it'll probably come down to Sayer, Lexington Catholic, and and y'all, and, and Henry Clay, and us for sure. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> now you know, like I actually kind of enjoy lacrosse because my stepbrother used to play, and uh, I enjoy going to those. So I may, I'll try and come out Wednesday. But um, but yeah, I mean, like congratulations on on your commitment, and I, I hope it goes well for you. So now. We'll switch back to you being host. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, yeah, it was it was uh, it all happened really fast because I committed on Tuesday and then signed on Wednesday, so it was really Oof. it was a pretty fast week. <laughs> yeah, but um, kind of we haven't had a podcast in a while. We kind of went went on a, a longer than usual spring break than I was hoping to, but I don't know. Life got pretty fast there for a second. And uh, we weren't able to, but we are back finally after, gosh. I mean, since since we've been gone, I went to Arizona. The Final Four happened. The championship game happened. The Masters happened, I think. Yes. Um, Baseball is finally back. Trevor Bauer got two home runs hit off him by Tatis with one eye. So that was interesting. <laughs> uh, two assistant coaches for UK left. Um, I can't think of anything else, but a lot has happened. I mean, I think over the past month, there's been just so much news and sports to follow. I mean, you know, and not just in sports, but in lives. I mean, I've gotten a job since then. Uh, I'm getting ready to end school. We're all getting ready to end school. Let's, let's, let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk, back, back it up. So for everyone who doesn't know, I was talking to Braden. I was like, hey – are you good to do a podcast today's Thursday and probably Friday? Uh, are you good to do a podcast Wednesday? And he goes, no, I have a job interview. And I was like, hold the phone with who? He was like, Buffalo Wild Wings. So how did that, so how did that interview go? I mean, it obviously went pretty well. Yeah. I, well, uh, which, you know, we've been trying to do a podcast since Sunday. So that was just uh, another <laughs> ring in the fold, but um, no, but I mean, like it couldn't have gone better to be honest. Um, I mean, the manager was super nice. Um, I mean, really, most of the interview was just me asking him questions, and uh, but but he was super laid back. Um, like, but then the first ten minutes of being there, I'd been offered a drink three times, so everyone was super nice. I mean, I literally walked in and a girl came around. She said, "I, I told her I was here for an interview." She said, "Oh, okay," and she said, "You want something to drink?" I was like, "No, I'm all right." And so then she sat me down at the table, and then another server came over. She said, would you like something to drink? I said, no, I'm all right. And then uh, the manager uh, uh, came over, and he was the guy who was going to interview me. He's, and he came over, like, with a Pepsi in his hand, and he said, do you want something to drink? I said, no, I'm all right. Like, I was just ready to get over with. But, uh, but I mean, it went well. And then when we wrapped it up, we talked about the Reds and how their season has gone from the top of the mountain, like how they always start, and now they're just back in the mud. So it was nice to talk to you. I, I, I really wish I would have had the podcast when it started. I might have even said it on the last one. The Reds start out the same every year, and nobody believes me. Well, every year. It's every year. <laughs> well, like, I'm not even a big baseball guy, but, you know, I try to keep up with it. And it, because, you know, I listen to – KSR and Matt's turn into a Reds guy. And so I I just know every single year 
it starts and Matt starts bragging about the Reds. And, you know, of course, I have friends who are Reds fans and, you know, they start getting high and mighty about the Reds. And then within the first month, their confidence is totally shot. Which I do love that. I mean, the Reds, they, they looked good every year. The Cardinals are back in second place where they deserve to be, so I'm not mad. But um, it, I love it. I love it because I know every year I'm like, yeah, just keep holding on, holding on to this. But uh, no, the, the, the Cardinals just swept them like last week, so I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, well, and ah. my uh, manager, he's a Reds fan. but And so he, he was upset uh, because he grew up hating the Cardinals. And uh, – because he's a Chicago sports fan, but for some reason he you. never he ne- he never got attached to the White Sox or the Cubs, but he hated the Cardinals. And I think he said like in the late '80s and early '90s, the uh, Reds were pretty good and beating up on the Cardinals. So he just kind of became a Reds guy. That sound does sound about right. But yeah, that's I think I love Reds fans because it'll be. I'll give them what? What's today? April? I give them till maybe June fifth for them to finally sink to the very bottom. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I, that's I love I love that. I mean, that's how what? That's how Tennessee football is. They start out oh, it's gonna be our year, oh, and then they start out pretty good. I mean, I'm just trying to come up with a comparison. Did you hear that? I just saw it on. On Twitter, just because the draft is tonight, which we'll get to that in a minute. The draft is actually three hours, but um, that Pat McAfee. Did you ever hear what he said to the Tennessee Titans? Uh, the uh, actually, it's funny you brought that up. Uh, I I, I was watching that this morning, uh, where he said like, you know, I can't brag because I'm a punter, but I never punted against the Titans or something like that. <laughs> I thought that's hilarious. Pat McAfee is yeah. Uh, I can't say anything because I'm a punter, but. I'm just gonna let y'all know we didn't punt a lot when we played the Tennessee Titans. That's so that's so funny. I think uh, that's a that's a perfect way to look at it. Yeah, I mean, and you know, Pat McAfee is one of my favorite podcasters. He, you know, second favorite podcast behind this one, probably. Oh yeah, Earth. Pat McAfee wishes he could compete. Uh, exactly. I mean, like, he doesn't get on here and talk about candles. No, he does not. Speaking of which, I do have another one lit. Oh boy. It's, I mean, it's just – if you're listening at home, you don't understand. You just got to light yourself one. You won't – at first, you won't, like, know it, but the aura, I guess is what you call it. Yeah. Just the surround vibe, the whole vibe is just – it's amazing. But that – back back to your job. So, oh, yeah. um, let's see. What about it? Um. Well, here, all right. Are you going to be a waiter, a cook, or well, what are you going to be? Uh, I, I have three different positions. Uh, I'm going to be a cashier, a host slash greeter, whatever you want to call it, and then a server mm-hmm. assistant. And they're all three different jobs. So one day I may be a cashier, and then the next I may be a greeter, and so on. But um, uh, and uh, you know. It's going to be hard to train for three different jobs, but I think once that's done, like I think I'll get the hang of it. But I start May. You're at you're at the work. What when do you start? May twenty fourth, right after graduation. You're getting right into it. I think that's the worst part of a job is the training. Yeah, like getting used to it and stuff. Yeah, and uh, I mean, of course, like 
this is my first job. So I have no idea what to expect Like when I walk in there. This is your first job? Yeah. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, that'll be a good one. That'll be a fun job. And if you're looking, if you're looking for a job for the summer, Walmart's offering always. Walmart and B-dubs because I need some people up in there. I'll definitely see B-dubs because I – uh, you'll probably see me there a good good amount of Tuesdays and Thursdays. That you buy one get one is too good to pass or, up, or buy one get one free, whatever it is. It's too good to pass up. Exactly, and I mean this is probably not a good way to look at finding a job. But one of the main things that I was looking for in a job is can I be near a TV like on a football Saturday or a football Sunday? Jeez. So Buffalo Wild Wings offered that. I think that's a yeah. I think it's a pretty good a pretty good one. So I took it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to. So when I worked at, I just I'm bas- I guess I'm basically on leave for Walmart right now until summer. But I mean, when I I used to work all the time, and I worked Saturdays, and I used to have to work during, and I also worked Tuesday nights, so I had to work during almost every football game and every basketball game, and I just had to listen to it with my headphones on. It was terrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think I'll be able to uh listen to music during my job i'm gonna tell you right now probably not (laughs) well uh, what'd you do at walmart ogp what do you do at walmart so it's called online grocery pickup so there's two parts of the job one is you'll go pick out people's groceries and you'll organize them whatever it's really not that hard and then another part is what I mostly did, which is deliver them and put them in people's cars and tell them have a good day and stuff. It was very, very easy, and it was very fun. So you could probably get away with having your AirPods in or whatever while you're doing that, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's like, you know, there's not a lot of communication needed. Yeah. So if you just have one in, maybe on low volume, you're fine. I got, I mean, that does sound pretty, pretty good. But to me, like, it like it, it was all about having a TV. <laughs> we'll get on the the getting the NFL draft tonight, and what kind of just came out as I was on my way home, which is probably now one of the biggest talks, mm-hmm. if anything. Uh, Aaron Rodgers does not want to return back to Green Bay. Um, <laughs> is that a is that a good thing for Green Bay? Absolutely not. Where do we want Aaron Rodgers to land? If we're looking at the draft board, I think the 49ers, him and George Kittle would be unstoppable with that defense that's coming back, would be unbelievable. Imagine that team, the 49ers with Kyle Shanahan and Aaron Rodgers. Sheesh. I mean, to me, and I think you're right. And also, I think the 49ers can offer the most for Aaron Rodgers because, you know, they have the third pick, they have Jimmy G. I mean, they got tons of assets that they could give up. But, but, and I guess I've found out that I'm more of a Tom Brady hater than a Patriots hater. I kind of want to see him on the Patriots. I kind of want to see him. Oh, I didn't even think about that. To me, for, like, Rodgers, I think the best three – destinations for him that are actually like manageable because you know the teams have assets would be the 49ers the Patriots and probably the Dolphins 
I was thinking about this. This would be hilarious. So, do you know who the New York Jets offensive coordinator is? Uh, I do not. I should. It is, it is Matt LaFleur's brother, oh, Mike right. LaFleur. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay, we had technical difficulties yet again, but that's part of the show. That happens literally every time we do this somehow. Uh, kind of freaked out for a second because I thought that we lost all the audio. But we're back. We are. Uh, about... 35% sure we're talking about Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Uh, and I think I had said something about the Cowboys because of the uh, Mike McCarthy connection. But um, but honestly, if we're talking real here, either either the Packers keep him or he – or I think he just may retire because I don't see a scenario like where the Packers let him go. I, I mean – you don't want another. I don't. Who was the one who held out? I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, Dak held out, but they gave him his money. It's not. That's not the problem here, though. The problem is that Aaron Rodgers wants more money. He doesn't want to be in Green Bay anymore. So here's another situation: is they could give give him to the Patriots, and then the then the Patriots or the the Green Bay then drafts Trey Lance. But remember, keep you guys have to remember this: who do the Packers have as a backup? They have Jordan Love. Which so. I think, which I think the Packers drafting him in the first place is a big reason why we're here. I don't. Yeah, but I mean, he kind of went off last year. Yeah, but like, I think them drafting a quarterback to replace him in the future, you know, made it seem like they thought he was towards the end of his career, and they've never, you know, gotten him a. First round wide receivers. So, so even though Rodgers played well, I think that kind of you know set him off a little bit in terms of his relationship with the Packers. That is true. I feel like that's a big, a key component. I think that was the funniest thing last year is when they drafted Jordan Love. That was awesome. I love that. That was so funny. Well, I mean, so, and then of course the next day people were just making fun of the Packers. I remember watching first take the next day and Stephen A. and Max were like just making fun of him. So yeah, but that was funny. We'll go to how much time do we have left? We have a good amount. Um wait, hang on. Before we move well, on, how about uh well, it's a different topic, but did you see the Tim Tebow thing? Yeah, uh that's interesting. And it's not gonna work. I totally agree. There's I, no way it works. There's no way. The He's gonna have to have a lot of faith, that's for sure. <laughs> the uh, like the college football fan in me would like to see a Trevor Lawrence to Tim Tebow touchdown with with Urban Meyer being the head coach, but which I'm not a big Urban Meyer fan, but uh, but no, I I don't think that'll happen. Who was it I saw on Twitter that said they he worked out for somebody and they were impressed? I don't know. I think it was the. Jaguars tight ends coach, or, or that that might have been it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. That's it's it's not like he's coming back. He's trying to play quarterback. He's trying to play tight end. He's not a tight end. He's he's big. Don't get me wrong. He's a big dude, but he's no tight end. Yeah. Uh. I a I don't see it happening. And B, even if it were to happen, he'd be like third or fourth string, he'd never see the field. 
So I don't think it'll work out. I'm looking at the sixth pick here, the Dolphins, and it has Jamar Chase going there. Who did the Dolphins just pick up at quarterback? Because they picked up another person over Tua, I'm pretty sure. Like a well, free agent. Well, uh, I know uh, Fitzpatrick left. Uh, I can't remember who they brought in at quarterback. Did they or my Probably a backup. Or like it is a back, but backup to Tua. I I, oh, I don't Brissett? know. Who? Jacoby Brissett? I think you're right, uh, because because uh, I think uh, Flores w- was on the Patriots staff whenever uh, Brissett was on the Patriots. I'm pretty sure you're right about that. So he'll probably back up to uh, – so would, at, at pick six, it looks like they're going to pick a wide receiver. Um, would you rather take Jamar Chase or Devontae Smith? I don't know how people have Devontae Smith so low or so high. At 14, he should be going in the top 10, in my opinion. He is so good. Uh, you know, sometimes players don't transcend from college to NFL, and, you know, it's always hard to figure out which players those are going to be. I think Chase is a better pro prospect than Smith, but to me, you can't go wrong either way but I'm going to assume that the Dolphins take Chase. Although, I could also see the Bengals taking Chase. Imagine, no, just imagine this. Imagine the hate and the disgrace if the Bengals pass up one of the best offensive linemen we've seen in a generation with the, I don't know how to say it, Swell? Swell? Sewell or something. Swell, it's something like that. He's no, like he's actually incredible. And if the Bengals mess it up and choose a wide receiver, and which I get it, I get it. They need a wide receiver. Probably T. Higgins is, eh, and Joe Burrow's coming back. They cannot mess this up. I, yeah. I would fire him easily. Like whoop, fired. <laughs> I'd say most likely the Bengals aren't going to mess this up. I'd say they take Sewell, and uh, remember they got Tyler Boyd. So. I mean, uh, oh, that's right. That is right. They do have some good young receivers. Um, uh, I like T. Higgins a little bit, actually. Uh, but T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and there's a third guy that I like that his name is just not coming across right now. But um, but I think the Bengals offensively are actually getting really good. I'll never. I will never believe in the Bengals. I will never, never. Well, but if they get this offensive tackle, it's it's looking better. Well, you know, like as a Browns fan, like I'll never believe in the Bengals either. But you know, you got to give credit where credit's due. Uh, I think they made some good choices in terms of offensive weapons. Listen, people forget the the Browns blew out the Steelers, and then were one play away from beating the Chiefs. I, we should have beaten the Chiefs. We should oh, yeah. have beaten the Chiefs, and we like I will never get. And I think we beat the Bills in the AFC title game. Uh, and then I, to me, the Buccaneers were going to win the title no matter what, so we probably would have lost in the Super Bowl. But we all we had to do was not allow, um, uh, shoot, his name is slipping my mind, backup quarterback for the Chiefs. What's his name? Um, mm. Oh my gosh! 
Howell? Oh my god. No, it's not. Huh? I'm thinking uh, of Sam Howell, but I know that's not it. No, he's quarterback from North Carolina. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I don't know why I said that. What's his name? All right, hang on. I I, I have to look this up. Um, keep talking if you like. That that one play that it's fourth and one, and they make let him pass it. That was hilarious. That will kill me forever. Uh, I'm Chad trying to Henney. think. I can't. Chad who? Chad Henney. Oh, Henny. Uh, but I remember it was third and fourteen, and and our offense had been like clicking now. So all, all we had to do was get a stop, and I had confidence that we could get downfield and score. It was third and fourteen. He gets thirteen yards, and then of course they pass on fourth and one, and. All my dreams were crushed. Let's talk about the Chiefs getting Orlando Brown. That was huge. And they got him for, I mean, not Ravens, a lot. What are the Ravens doing? They, they had have, one good season. They're like giving away everything away. They have no weapons at wide receiver. Now, of course, like the draft is tonight, so maybe they'll get some weapons at wide receiver. Hollywood but, Brown. Besides that, though. Yeah, but I think he's more of like a number two guy. Um, I hope AJ listens to this podcast because screw the Ravens. <laughs> hey, listen, I mean, <laughs> Lamar, he just so happened to have played for two teams I hate, Louisville and now the Ravens. But, like, I, I actually do enjoy watching him play. But until he gets a number one wide receiver, and also I, I think J.K. Dobbins will be good for them in the run game. But um, they need that one wide receiver to really take him over the top. And uh, but un- until they do that, I don't think they're gonna make the Super Bowl. No, I don't think they make it anytime soon. Um, but I'm, I'm looking at this. Does it? It feels weird to me. I don't think Zach Wilson is good enough for a number two pick. But Neither. I don't, I don't think he's a top field. ten pick. I, I don't understand why Justin Fields has fallen so much. What happened in those interviews? Because there's know. something that we're not seeing. I, I mean, to, to me, it's Trevor Lawrence, number one. And then I think you can debate Justin Fields and Trey Lance for the second best. I mean, and you know, to me, Mac Jones and Zach Wilson are three or – Four and five, uh, and and you know that's not a slight against either of those guys, but I just think that Lawrence is going to be number one, and then I think Fields and Lance are better than Jones and Wilson. Um, I think just Zach Wilson. I feel like he's the safety pick, which, but I mean, if you're the Jets, you got to go out and get something. I think. I think Justin Fields would be a good pick, which now they have Justin Fields going at seven to the Broncos, who I cannot see that happening anymore after they got Teddy Bridgewater. So I don't understand I don't know. the Broncos quarterback situation because now they have two quarterbacks that have started and won some games, but I don't they're in a really weird phase where they're not terrible but they're not great, and their quarterback isn't really going to, you know, take them down or take them up. So, like, I would not want to be a Broncos fan right now. 
I would never have wanted to be a Broncos fan. Well, I, I mean, maybe for the Peyton Manning years, but other than that, no thank you. The Vikings have the 14th pick, and they say Jalen Phillips, the Miami edge rusher. If Devontae Smith or Jalen Waddle fall that far, you got to take them. If we do need defense, that's the thing. We had a terrible defense. Very um, bad. Yeah, very bad. But I think, shoot, that'd be a good one. It also has Jamin Davis going to the Browns. Perfect match. Please let who me have I have a, Who I have a picture with. Oh, wait, really? I have a picture with the entire defense, actually, so I don't want to just single him out. How'd that happen? So, if if anybody knows my mom, probably her listening, she's a very – she does what she wants. And she doesn't care. And we're eating at Roosters one night after they just beat Tennessee. Oh, Great I game. Great I remember like, Great. you told this story and they, before on the podcast. They show up. My mom asks for a picture. My mom then gets the entire defense into the picture. Yeah, it was just it was very it was very weird. But I talked to him. I talked to Pascal. It was fun. Yeah, I mean, like when when you started telling the story, I was like, I think I remember this. Um, was it Roosters in Georgetown? Nah, Lexington. Lexington. Okay, I, I figured probably. Yeah, was, I was curious. But uh, if he goes to the Browns, that'll be awesome. And and we desperately need linebacker help. So please bring Jamin Davis this way. And I think he'd fit in perfectly because I feel like Kentucky and the Browns kind of have that similar, you know, like us against the world mentality. And I, I just feel like mm-hmm. Jamin Davis would fit really well in, in, in the Browns locker room. Do you think uh, boss man fat will go in the first round? I think he'll go in the second round. Uh, of course, I'd I think so to too. In the first, but you know, but I mean, for for him to be drafted in the in the second is pretty impressive too. So I think he'll go in the second. I I still can't forgive him for what happened that Auburn game, <laughs> which is which is sad. But I I literally just can't. Uh, uh, the uh, personal foul. Penalty or the personal foul, and they got snagged over like four times. I, well, uh, to be fair to him for his second, Seth Williams. I, I don't know if Seth Williams is in this draft class or if he's back at Auburn this year, but um, but well, I haven't really heard his name very much, so I'm gonna assume he's still at Auburn. Um, but Seth Williams is gonna be, I think, an elite NFL wide receiver, and uh, of course, that doesn't you know. Yeah, I'm not making excuses for uh, Joseph, but man, but man, like that game was just very, very uh, uh, embarrassing. Here's the thing. He played very, very well. He played very well the rest of the year, but also he left like he just like gave up and said I'm going to the draft. I didn't like that either, but I wish him the best. Hopefully he goes in the first. That'd be really cool. Yeah. But, um... I'm going to say if I'm like having to predict the first three picks, I think it'll be Trevor. Trevor Lawrence has been the number one pick in this draft for three years. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it didn't matter who was having, who, who was going to have that pick. We all knew that Trevor Lawrence was going to go first. 
I think the Jets will take Zach Wilson. And I think the 49ers will trade their pick. Ooh. Probably to the Packers now. Ooh. So And then the Packers will take I don't even know if the Packers will take a quarterback. Ooh. They could take that they could take that tight end from Florida. Kyle Pitts. You know, uh, I think that'd be a really good move for the well. All right, so who would the 49ers like get in return? Probably Aaron Rodgers and then maybe like a third or fourth round pick. So, hey, hang on a second. So, like, are you going on record and saying that Aaron Rodgers gets traded tonight? I, de- I think there's no way he doesn't get traded tonight because why would he come out tonight and be like, hey, yo, I don't want to play? Either A, or maybe he mm-hmm. wants attention, or B, he wants money. I'm assuming he wants money. <laughs> I don't know. He probably does want money, but <laughs> well, yeah. He probably also wants. He can't not say he's not been on a winning team because they were on a winning team. That, well, I don't know what more he wants. I mean, they were what the number two seed in the NFC two years ago, and then they're the number one seed in the NFC last year, and they've been in the NFC championship game back to back years, and. Had it not been for some questionable coaching decisions, and they could have easily been playing for a Super Bowl. We need Landon on here. I need to talk to him. Oh, like I'm sure his thoughts on the Packers are very, very emotional. <laughs> this podcast is probably going to come up to one year in about a week or two because I remember one of our first podcasts we're talking about the draft. Well, let me hey. look. So did you start the podcast like during COVID? January, February, March, April twenty eighth. Yesterday. Uh, so one year anniversary yesterday. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Well, that that's awesome. That's awesome. What? That's so weird. One year anniversary. Well, I, I mean, we got to celebrate. That's so funny. That's. That's weird. That's weird to think it's been a year. How many? And it's weird to think. um, It's in the 30s. Uh, One, two. For people who haven't listened, that's one month worth of content that you can catch up on, like in the past (laughs) year. You know, like listen to a podcast today. Let's see. Does it say what number it was? Yeah, it does down here, probably. That was podcast number. It doesn't actually. Um, uh, well, oh, we also have we also have two thousand uh, listens in the last year too. So, well, like, we're seeing a lot of milestones here. It sounds like. Yeah, I just totally that totally slipped my mind. It we've come a long way from the audio, and those were probably horrid. <laughs> um, and I mean, yeah, that feels that feels really weird that last year. I was doing a podcast at this time. Well, I, you know, huh. one thing that doesn't go away is the technical difficulties. Nope, that never does. That doesn't go never. away, and and for some reason, it never will. Probably. Gosh. Some some things just don't like to work. No, uh, and that is that is this. Quick question about you know because I don't know baseball, but. 
didn't Scott County baseball like start really bad and then they've kind of turned it around and then hasn't great crossing baseball just been like good all season? Uh, Scott County started bad. They beat Douglas and then they started to look really good. They lost by like 10 yesterday, but that's not really something that like I'll take away from them. So they're, they're, they're all right. And then great crossing started out pretty bad, but not bad. And um, they're, they're just really good now, but 